You're listening to the Fearless Business Podcast. You're in the best place to learn about how to grow a business, get more clients, and make more money without fears and limitations. All while having fun in the process. Robin Waite is the founder of Fearless Business, a business accelerator helping coaches, consultants, and freelancers double their income and more. This is Fearless Business, and this is Robin Waite. So Andrew Priestley and I had an epic conversation uh, when we were recording his episode of the podcast. So he delivered so much value. It only felt right that what we should do is split the content up and pop it into two episodes. So if you haven't already checked it out, go and listen to episode one uh, with Andrew Priestley uh, that we um, released uh, just a few days ago. Um, If you've already listened to that, settle in and uh, you should look forward to hearing this um, second part of the interview where uh, Andrew... Um, and I start to dig into coaching and the myths around coaching and debunking small business and various other things like that. We have a great conversation. So enjoy, sit back, listen in and uh, shoot us any questions. Because that opens up a lot of stuff. But So is there a mindset shift here? I'm thinking, you know, for though, we, we talked about that 23 and a half K a year income that, you know, on average, most coaches and consultants. So if we're saying that the sweet spot for them is to potentially get post fat threshold, what, what's the difference in mindset between where they're at right now, you know, and maybe some of our listeners are kind of struggling with this. So yeah. what's the difference in mindset between where they're at right now and to hit that hundred K mark? Um, you, you, you've said it a few times, but I'll, I'll make it, I'll make it clear, right? Yeah. People say, and I bet they say this to you, you're lucky. Or, yeah, but you're Robin Waite. You've, you're a best-selling author. You're lucky. Oh, yeah, got, got my, I've got all the books. I've got all the YouTube. I've got the podcast. Yeah, I'm yeah. lucky, yeah. So you're lucky, right? And people say to me, Andrew, you're lucky. No, I just work freaking harder than you. And you're the same. You work freaking harder than most people, right? Yeah. You know, I start earlier than most people. I finish later than most people. I make more calls. But I make the right calls. Yeah. Right. And I see people do stuff and, and, you know, look, a 14 year old gets this right in McDonald's. You go through the drive through. Do you want fries with that? 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 They go through that, that thing. Right. And a 14 year old is taught when you go through McDonald's, right. Do you want fries with that? Yep. Do you want fries with that? No. Do you want fries with that? No. 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 Yep. No. No. 10 people go through the drive-through. Two people said yes, eight said no. 20% conversion rate. I, I wear it on my wrist, look, 70, 10, 2. 10, yeah, 2. 70, 10, yeah. 2, exactly yeah. right. So they know what the conversion numbers are. But yeah. it could look like this. It could equally look like that. Okay. Yep. Yes, yes, no, 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 no. Or it could be no, 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 yes, yes. So the thing is you don't know when the conversion is going to happen. McDonald's just knows it's going to convert 20%. That's a billion-dollar business on an 80% failure rate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I say this to all of my clients. Like, every business has this massive inherent amount of failure built into it. The, the second you accept that yeah. and, and realize that this is – it becomes – it's not a numbers game. That feels a bit cold, but you've just got to – you have got to play the game to a certain extent. But, and, and part of that game is actually going out and seeking the validation, like get the, get the stats for your business, your industry, your niche, test yeah. it so that you've got, now got some 
um, I, I talk about pricing. This is one of the major things we talk about pricing in fearless business, right? And uh, obviously, like the work we do with Alex Siri and, um, th- you know, on, on product day, half the day is spent actually on pricing. It's not really on product, okay? And, and basically what it comes down to is we have to go through a, this process of validation, okay? Most business owners will adjust their pricing once, maybe twice a year, right? David Beckham, okay, if you think about, not in a business sense, but as a footballer, he practiced, he did 50,000 free kicks, they estimated, between the ages of 9 and 18, before he went out and took that free kick against Greece in the pre-qualifiers for the World Cup, right, back in whenever it was, right? 50,000. So, if business owners are only changing their price, they're only practicing their pricing twice a year or once a year, right? It's not enough. You've got to go out there and test the marketplace and try different price points, get some data back. You've got to miss a few times, get a few no's, kiss a few frogs um, before you can actually definitively come back to me and say, Robin, I can't put my prices up anymore because there's just, you've got to get all of the no's before you come back and say, we can't push our prices up. And, and based in that, and based in that is people see the, the, the you've got to think, you've got to think, Robin, that when, when did um, Facebook start? Oh, gosh. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's a while ago, yeah. 2004, right? I remember it, 2004. It was when I first started building websites, let alone, yeah. 2003, WordPress came in, right? Zuckerberg saw WordPress, I can build my own website, Facebook. What comes here? 2005, YouTube. You've got to think it's 15 years is not very long where we've changed the whole mentality of a, a global thing to marketing, which is it should be easy. That's la-la land. Yeah. Right? It should. Be, I shouldn't have to work for this. Money should just turn up for me. It doesn't work that way. It never has. It never will work that way. What works is when you work it, when you go out and do what you're saying. There is, it, they say it's a numbers game, but, it, but you've got to hit critical volume. Yeah. I go out and I see two people. What, if I go and see one person, what's my conversion rate on 100% or zero? Yeah. If I go see two people, 50-50 or zero, right? But if I go and see 1,000 people or 100 people, so, you know, one of the things I talk to coaches, give me a hit list of 100 people that you're going to go and talk to. Or, or if, you, if you're actually one of my associate coaches, before you even pick up the phone, I want you to have 400 names written down yeah. and all the contact details, right? 400 names. Right? That's basically two people for 200 working days of the year that you're going to make phone calls. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. What a tough day. I'm going to make two phone calls today. Yeah. But you're going to make 400 of them. Now, out of that, you're going to have some yes, no's, maybes. But again, if you just got a 10% conversion rate, I only have work with about 30 people a year. But I contact probably 300. It's about a 10% yeah. conversion rate, right? But people won't. What if they say no? Well, what if they say no? It just means there's another yes coming down the track. Just get out there and get your, you know, you learn a lot. You learn faster by going out and talking to people. Um, uh, I, I, there's a lot of courses on Facebook about get your ideal client, get the high net worth individuals. You know, the whole assumption behind that is rich people are stupid. Explain that. Well, the, 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 the flaw in the thinking is every rich person I know, every wealthy person, right, Every smart operator, trust me, they do not go, they're not, contrary to what you think, they're not easily flattered. They're not stupid. They don't go, oh, yeah, I think I'll pay you 500 bucks an hour. 
or two grand an hour, blah, 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 just because you want to charge 200 pounds an hour or 2,000 pounds an hour, whatever it is, right? They're not stupid. They actually do that. They check four times as hard on, on the deal, right? Yeah. And yet these courses make it sound like there's a whole lot of people hanging around with wads of money just ready to give it to you because yeah. you've, you know, just because you've got, you've had your teeth capped and you've got a crew cut and blah, 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 you know, and you're wearing the right suit, you know, and I mean, it's not how business works. And, and you know, those people make, you pay 1500 quid to go to a seminar on how to get high net worth individuals. You go try it and you'll still take you into the deal. You still won't make enough of those calls. Yeah. Right. That that's the that's the thing, isn't it? It's kind of like you can have all of the leads, but if you're not, um, what was I listening to the other day? Frank Kern put a video out. It's actually yeah, probably yeah. not the other day. It's about three months ago, and he said that one of the biggest problems with business small business owners is we think that everything's gonna we're magnets and everything's gonna come to us. So if we get all of the leads, we're gonna it's naturally all gonna convert. But he said the one the one thing that experts aren't doing is putting offers out there. Yeah. So they're not. So we get all these inbound leads. We're not doing anything with it. It's a, it's a bit like when somebody says, "Oh, I, got, I did this amazing post the other day. It got like a hundred likes on Facebook and got shared this that, and the other." And, and I always say to them, "Cool. Did you message them? Yeah. Oh, I can possibly do." It's like, but but okay. How many of those did you convert into calls? Oh, well, none. Because and I'm like, well, no, because that's just vanity. Like if all you're looking at is likes, comments, and shares, it's just total vanity. You need to go to each one of those people, drop them a quick message. It's okay. not impolite. Yeah, engage and just say. Hey, I noticed you liked my post. What was it you liked about it? Oh, by the way, if you like that, I've got this amazing new training I've done on pricing. Oh, if, if you if you like that training, well, hey, look, I'll send you a copy of my book. Have a read of that. So it's like take, it's putting offers out there and eventually they book the call. Then you get the opportunity to put the offer out there. Hey, why don't we try and do some work together? But you know, you know, Robin, this is crazy because again, again, and I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, one of my side hustles is a publishing company, right? And I meet people who've written a book and they go, the book didn't work. And I said, what do you mean the book didn't work? How are you getting your book in the top 20 books year in, year out, right? Because I keep talking about it. That's the offer. The offer is just picture of me reading a book, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I wrote a book called Starting, which is a great little book. If you're starting, you know, you might have a good idea for a business. Have you got a good business for the idea, right? Yeah. It, it is in and out of the top 20 entrepreneur books. You're in Because I keep talking about it, there's the offer of it. But if I look at... Um, this thing about offers I think is fantastic because, again, people, why, what stops them from following up? Yeah. Laziness, or, basically. Or There's something going on. They need a coach. Yeah. But some of this stuff's like really obvious. So, you know, I, I've, I've got my whole sequence set up. It's automated. You know, I've got my seven steps follow-up process where I kind of email them, call them, just check in and things like that. Yeah. And um, I, have, I have to set little reminders to remind me to check in with my CRM to make sure I do that every day because I need yeah. a bit, somebody cracking the whip or a tool or whatever. Yeah. And um, I just think, you know, well, I, I think this, I think it is actually quite hard. I mean, I'm a bright guy and it takes me a lot of time, energy and effort to get all these systems set up, right? But I've invested the time to and learn. And I'm a systems guy too, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and so, I've, so I've taken the time to kind of learn this stuff and I'm, it's probably not perfect, but it's better than like 99% of the coaches out there because they're just not doing this stuff. Yeah. You know, and so because I've taken the time to learn how to do it and implement it, albeit even if it's badly, because I've done it, like it's yeah, going to stand me in better stead. You're lucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lucky. 
Well, I, I, I consider myself lucky, you know, I do get to work with some amazing people and especially lots of like yourself. You're younger, you're lucky, you're, you're Robin White, you're <laughs> the best-selling author, I mean, it's got to be easy. Cool. cool, but do you know what, Andrew, if, if, if that's what people think and that is what inspires them to take action and speak to me and then I could get the opportunity then to put an offer out there which changes their right, mind. That's right. You know, yeah. about, about that, then great, I, I've won. I want to know this. I want to know this. This is a good friend of mine in Australia asked me this question, right? Do you know what the most watched videos on Facebook are or on YouTube? The most watched videos on Facebook. I, I, I would like to say that it's either videos of animals or people falling over. It's cats. Yes. Yeah. Right? Crazy cats. Whatever cat. Cats doing stupid shit, right? But, well, pardon me. It's okay. It's fine. We're, we're good. We're down with the, the language. That's fine. Yeah, Everybody yeah. knows me and I've got a potty mouth, so it's cool. Um, cats doing crazy stuff, right? And the shares are phenomenal, right? So it's almost like, you know, referrals is a key thing, right? Referrals. You know, I've got an 83% referral business. I don't know what yours is, but mine's about 83%, right? Um, you do good work, people refer, right? But they yeah. refer right people right but people are referring cat videos and my friend 20 was telling me he said i we were i was i was listening and chat about this the other day where he said people share these cat videos right it's the number one watched and shared thing on the planet right on youtube right um i i put out a document called uh your core value your big message right and it's based on a impeccable research by a guy called Jim Stengel who wrote a book, fabulous book everyone should recall, Grow. The problem with Jim's book is it doesn't tell you which one is your value. It tells you what the values are, but it doesn't tell you which value is yours, right? Gotcha, yeah. And I'm a scientist, right? So I'm a, I've got a science background. So I'm reading this book and I'm saying at the end of the book, I'm going, which one's me? Which one's me? There are five basic fundamentals that the marketplace respond to. And the reason why Jim looked at that is because we buy from people when we know what they stand for, what their values are, and it's proven, right? You can look at companies who aren't clear on what they are, what their values are and the ones who are, and the ones that are clear outperform those who are fuzzy on their values, right? So we know that values actually convert, right? When we know, essentially, I know what you stand for. Right? So everyone knows I stand for family values. They know that, right? And they get that the reason I'm building my business is because I want to look after my family, period. Yeah. Right? Okay. And so for me, you know, there's a big connection piece in there, relational piece there, right? But there are five big values. And so I read this book and I thought, I still don't know which one's me. I've got a gut sense of which one it is, but I don't know for sure. And I was surprised that Jim hasn't got a quiz or a test that you could take which would say, here's what you are, right? So I created one. Right? And I put that out of a report on my website and honest to God, I, I'll give you the case study here. I'm working with a litigation company and I said to them, do you like your website? No. What don't you like about it? It's too aggressive. It's too, you know, no wind, no feet. We will get you, blah, blah, blah. Bring out the lynching mob, you know, that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And you don't like it. It's too, it's, I said, what don't you like about it? Oh, well, let's see if you can pick up their value, right, in this, right? Well, when a customer comes and sees us, we sit down, we have a coffee and we bring the team in and I think who could help us on team, who we got on our team who could come in or who do we know could help you and how's that impacting you, um, you know, what will happen if you don't fix that, who do we know could advise you on that? Does that sound like a lynching mob to you? 
No, it sounds like really caring, like they really care about oh, the client. Right. So one of the values is connection. Yeah. And connection is, is relationships, right? About caring, relational, right? Um, now, here's the thing. If I look at the marketing, there might be, let's say I meet someone in law who says, you know what? When are you going to fix this up? You know, the guy's doing this. When are you going to get this? When are you going to get that? Blah, 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 blah. When are you going to bang, bang, bang? Impact makes sense. That's the other value, impact. Make, yeah. make an impact. You know, my son's business, Dent. The, no, the clue's in the name. When are, you yeah. going to, when are you going to get this sorted, right? Impact business, right? Um, the five values, joy for a happy company, uh, connection, yep. discovery, expression, right? Respect and impact. Those are the five core values. They're culturally robust around the planet. So if your marketing message is around one of those five and you need just one of them, right, um, it'll resonate with people. But it can't be a personality bypass. You can't masquerade as impact if your real core value is connection, yeah. right? Because you're – and this is where I talk about 19, 24-year-old copywriters. They write an impact piece on how they think it should be. It becomes cliche marketing. And then the people who you wrote it for you, well, you told me this is, must be work, so we'll just accept that. But it's yep. not who they are. So they've actually had a personality bypass. And I see this with coaches as well. They're trying to do a personality bypass. They're trying to be the Dan Kennedy to the Dan Kennedy thing. In America, Dan Kennedy works perfectly. Yeah. But a lot of Brits, that rubs Brits up the wrong way, for example, right? <laughs> so the thing was, which one am I? And I discovered, for me, it's very much exploration, discovery. Why well, teach people how to do stuff? It's about how exploring, you know, how can I get a thousand songs onto this? That was Jobs. Jobs was an exploration discovery guy, right? Yeah. Apple is an exploration company. The messaging is all about exploration, self-expression discovery, right? And yet um, this law firm, I said, well, here's the testing part. Don't change marketing. Just write a connection piece on Twitter and see what happens. So the market signals that came back from that post, like you talk about I had 100 views, blah, blah, blah. What they got was four people who said, can you call us? Wow. Right? In, in employment law, that's, that's massive, right? Yeah. And, and, and they had three out of four went, became clients, and I'm talking – 30,000-plus client relationships. Yeah. So you're talking about 120,000 pounds off one post, right, because the messaging was correct. Now, here's the point I'm coming back to, right? Why aren't people sharing that link? Why aren't they sharing your link? You know, this is a great thing we're hearing here. Why don't we share? Oh, no, I'm going to share some cat video as opposed to I'm going to share something as valuable as this. This is pretty amazing. This is, this is what uh, my well, friend... Cat, cat videos, core value, joy. Joy, yeah. Well, that's yeah. right, as long as you make the connection. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but so I wrote a thing on A, how you, a, so you understand what the values are, B, why they're those values. Secondly, which one's you and how to work out, absolutely nail it, which one's you. Now, the interesting thing that happened with these guys was they came out equally as connection and impact. So the question then is, are you connecting to make an impact or do you make an impact to connect? Right, And there we connect to make an impact, whereas my son's business is about we make an impact to create connection. Yeah. Right? 
because it's influence, key person of influence is about a connection, you know, impact connection. Yeah. You're influencing other people. There's the, there's the thing, right? So, so your, your tool that you've created, so I'm interested. I think this would be really invaluable for anybody who's watching, listening to this, um, yeah. to this episode. Um, where can, so they can find that on your website? Yeah, just andrewpriestley.com. And if you, if you navigate to, res, to resources, you'll find it. But I find the people who are buying it at the moment are advertising agencies and I've put a lot of stuff that people don't know anymore, for example, unless you're my age, where you go back and you say, you know, remember I said at the start, words in pictures. Yeah. Message in the image. And we've reversed it. We've got a nice big picture and a message that makes total sense. Where do we see this on LinkedIn? The law firm, right? The banner across the top of the LinkedIn thing is a picture of the London skyline. I said, what are you selling real estate? Yeah. To cover up the names, what do you see? A picture of... London real estate. What, London real estate. What are you selling? Real estate? No, no. Look, well, why don't you show you guys sitting talking to a client? So if you look at the banner on my LinkedIn, and I'm on LinkedIn, you'll see me talking to people. Yeah. Right. So people don't even get the picture right, and they get the messaging wrong. So, or worse, on LinkedIn, it's having nothing. That blue spotty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Total worse, right? Um, but yeah, they can find it on the resources label there. But see, if you actually sit and contemplate and reflect about what's in that report, do the test, reflect on that, right? You will get insights and then look at your marketing. Print out everything you're doing in marketing and see. And I know from an agency thing when I'd go and see a client, give me every everything that you market yourself with and put it out on the table so I can see everything. Different fonts, different colors, different this, different that. You know, it was like a dog's breakfast. And so yeah. we would align that and to get it into a, like a, most companies I talk to, even coaches, don't have a brand identity scheme. <laughs> Which is shocking, isn't it? And then they wonder why wonder why they're earning less than two thousand pounds a month. Yeah, I'm going to pick up on this point because you mentioned it before, right? I'm earning average is nineteen sixty. So I just want you to get that, folks. Nineteen sixty, one thousand yeah. nine hundred and sixty pounds per calendar month, right? That's yeah. less than the living wage if you extrapolate it out, right? So here's the question: How would you like to add fifty two thousand pounds to your bottom line this year? Yeah. How'd you like to give yourself a fifty-two thousand pound pay rise this year? So you're earning seventy-five grand, still under the VAT, right? Yeah. On a thousand pounds a week, that's two hundred pounds a day. Yeah, and probably, and this is what I've I've learned over the last eight months since I launched the Accelerator. Yeah. Most of those business owners don't need any more leads. No, they don't. No. They, they're just, all they're missing is they're just not maximizing the opportunities when they rise. They're not putting the right offer out there. They're not, they're not articulating their value. As you've said, they don't, they don't know how to demonstrate results to their prospects. No, no. And fundamentally when they get those things right, that 52 K a year is actually easy. Let's, let's, let's give you the actual maths on that so that you get it right. Right. Um, base everything you do on 200 working days a year, not, not 365. So yep. we, we, we essentially work 200 working days a year, right? Yep. So if you think it's 50, 50 days a quarter, if you take out weekends and public holidays, it's about 200 working days, right? So if you said, right, I'm going to earn 75K over 200 days, and you talk about carrying your day rate. Yep. Right? So she'd be carrying 375 pounds 
but you need to be doing that consistently. So most people don't know how to consistently drive that. So yeah. if you're doing, you know, like uh, if we would say, or the way I would say is minimum, you want to see how you can get your revenues up to minimum seven grand a month, seven and a half grand a month. Yep. Minimum. Right. And you've got to really say, what could I do to take my, apart from robbing banks, I'm talking about legally, right? Yeah. Um, what could I do to take up my income up to seven and a half grand per calendar month? And I know that you've got strategies for doing that. Yeah. Provided you actually show up for the coaching sessions, provided you lean into the sessions and you don't come up with some lame excuse to sign up and then not show up. Yeah. I mean, how does that work? Well, again, it's people. I'll, I'll pay. For, I'll pay for your time, and I'll do, and then not show up. How does that? How do you get a result? Because they're just expecting that just through osmosis they're going to you know yeah. absorb all of this information and magically it's going to work. But like I said, it's it's you know probably again David Beckham had all the theories about the free kicks. He understood about you know yeah. the airflow around the ball and the fact he had to kick it on the inside of his foot to get the curve and blah blah blah. But you know, and you have to take into consideration wind and things like that. But until you get that feedback from missing. 50, 50 odd thousand times, you're yeah. not going to become an expert at it. No. And I think that's the thing. Like it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's about just listening and taking advice and um, having the confidence. You've got to be quite brave with it. I think that's why my program is called fearless. Cause you've got to, you've got to be fearless in business in order to push yourself outside the comfort zone. And when your coach says, put your prices up, you fucking listen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause they're doing it based on experience. Yeah, yeah. You know. See, see, see. If you know better than the coach, don't have a coach. Yeah, I, I say that all the time. I, 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 one of the questions I always ask people is, and and everybody listening to this, every coach consultant out there should always say to this, ask this one question: Do you have a coach? Have you coached with anybody before? Yeah. If they if they've never had a coach, I yeah. if I ever meet a coach who hasn't been coached, there's a massive red flag yeah. there for me. I, I have a coach. Yeah. But like, I've got, got two coaches. Right? I, I, I have all the coaches, Andrew. I'm like selfish when it comes to coaches. I have like a dad coach, two business coaches. I've got mentors like you who I do work with. And let, let, let's just let's just test this out, right? This would be really interesting, right? If I said if I said that, um, and, and look, I'm borrowing heavily on stuff I've seen working around the planet, right? Yeah. But if I said, right, let's just let's just see what this would, ha- would happen. If I said that Robin and I were going to actually have 30 days to an amazing coaching business for 30 days, right, and it's going to cost you 297 pounds, yeah, right, and we're only going to take 30 people, right? Yep. And uh, if you want, and you're going to get your butt kicked. Yeah. Right, you're going to get your butt really kicked. You're going to find out what fearless actually means, right? We're going to hold your freaking feet to the fire and turbocharge your business, right? Your coaching business, right? This is for coaches only. Yeah. Right? 30 days. So every day we're going to do something or you, every day you're going to have something to do, right? Yeah. 297 pounds. Right? What would happen? Do you think that would have legs? Do you think people would sign up for that? Uh, they'd sign up, but at two nine seven, I don't think they're really committed. What price would make them committed? I think it's got to be close to a thousand. Okay, what nine nine seven? Yeah, something like that. Nine hundred pounds. Okay, so thirty yeah. people, nine nine seven. Yeah. What, what do we just do? Put an offer out there. And? Well, we've got to wait and see whether we get some feedback. Just put the price up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right? We put the price up. But do we, can we deliver on that? I don't know. It sounds like it's all about us. 997 for us. Just do, do the math. 30 times 30,000. You guys 30 are going to get 30,000, but you're going to hang out with us for 30 days. I think that'd be pretty cool. I could deliver on that. I've got the content there already. Shit, I could. Good to go. Yeah. I could. When do we do it? When do you want to start? So, so if you're watching this, if that's of interest, send Robin a message, express interest, because we're going to launch it. Okay. I reckon I'm going to go with this. Launch it. 30 people only. Right. So if you want to be on it, you've got to be on it. And if we yeah. don't get 30 people, not going to do it. Cool. Clearly, you just don't want it bad enough. Right. If we've got to convince you, forget it. Yeah. You're really, you're really just not interested. And I, I see the fundamental things here as well is like, it can be done. I've watched business owners do this in 30 days. They just lean into, they get one or two or three principles. doesn't have don't to be. Tell how, don't tell them how to do it, Robert. Mm. Don't oversell it. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 man, you, you and I, we're in the top 2% of fee earning coaches on the planet. Yeah. Right? Yep. And you draw a bell curve, right? So you've got 14% of coaches, no matter what they do, will never, ever, ever. We have this industry has a 300% turnover of people going through it every 12 months. It's massive, wow. massive churn rate because a lot of coaches can't cut it as a coach. So they go back to a job. They just cannot. And I can't tell you the amount of times, Robin, where I've gone to somebody, oh, coaches are hopeless. Well, well I paid this guy 1,800 pounds for six sessions and he kept putting me off because I discovered he was running a job. He was trying to do coaching on his lunch break. Yeah. And so he just disappeared with my money. So, you know, like there's a lot of shonkies, 40% of that. Mate, I, I'm happy to tear down a skyscraper right now. And I'm not suggesting that all action, action coaches are bad. I've met some very good ones. But I, um, one of my first forays into coaching was with an action coach. And uh, we had two sessions. And the next thing you know, he got offered a directorship, CEO role at a company. He had two years left on his working career. And he wanted to close basically close out, get some shares in his company and, you know, so he, he let, left all of his coaching clients in the lurch. So, so let's just be clear here. You're talking about one action coach and it may not be representative. Yeah, one, one, yeah it's not representative. Of all. Like I said, I've met some brilliant action coaches during yeah. my years, but this, this one particular guy, um, you know, he'd That's been right. doing it for years, doing it for years, uh, had two years left in his, his career. He was like 63, he wanted, wanted to retire at 65, uh, yeah. got offered a big paycheck by a company to work for them for two years and just let, left 20 coaching clients in the lurch. That's right. Yep. Yep. So, so, you know, the thing is, the thing that I'm saying here is, is that, that, you know, you've got to say, okay, is this the, is this something I'd be up for? If you're serious, well, go for it. Yeah. If you say, yep, I'd want to lean into that. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, but be clear here. It's tough. Yeah. Right? It's hard so work. It, 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 it is hard work. It's, it's, but you've got to really want it. I know coaches that they want the result. You know, I worked with an Olympic swimmer, right? And I remember the Olympics, and I can't name the person because of NDAs, but it was an Olympic swimmer. And this swimmer said to me, you know what? A lot of people want the medal. They don't want to swim the laps. Yeah. And you've got to do laps, 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 laps to qualify, right? Yeah. And they said they want the medal, don't want to do the laps, right? Um, if we've got to convince you, then really don't even don't even put your hand up. Yeah. But 
um, uh, it is hard. You've, and you're going to have to lean right in, but it's going to change. You're going to go, wow, bang, boom. Right? Yeah. Um, and it would be uh, conversations. It, to me, it would just be conversations with tips put out there and you're going to try stuff with some structure. I'm sure we could bang some structure around it, but but I think I think a 30-day program, end-to-end, 30 days, bang, and we're, we're jumping on and having a chat with you most yep. days or, or some pre-recorded stuff. And I reckon yep. we do. Yeah, so the question is, if you're interested, let Robin know. Cool. We can do that. Hit first me up. Thing, Drop thing. me a message. Email me. Yep. All message that, me. Yeah. Just see if that's interest. So, um, and I didn't, I, I've just made that up. I haven't thought, oh, I'm going to try and sell something on this. You know, I'm just thinking, if, but, you know, let's, let's put our money where our mouth is. You know, we talked about that earlier. If, um, if you really want to crack on in this industry, otherwise, otherwise you've, got to, you've got to stare down the barrel on I'm earning less than the living wage. Yeah. And at some point you may end up getting a job. Yeah, and probably leave clients in the lurch and leave people confused. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That's, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking this through now, how this work? I know how it would work. I know I can get that result with people. That's the thing. It's, it's like uh, I'm a big fan of um, – so there's a book called The Lean Startup where you kind of just – you've got to come up with an idea and you've got to like Frank Kern style, put an offer out there and just and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and then you then you make the magic happen. There's always yeah. a way of getting to the end result, but you've got to have that postcode in the sat nav, pushing you in the right direction. Yeah. Well, I used to sell real estate made off the plan. Just nothing was built, so we would sell expressions of interest in, yeah. in real estate that wasn't even built yet. We did property developments where they were still digging the laying the roads and putting the street lighting up. The houses didn't even exist, but we had an artist's impression of it, right? So we sold off the plan. So, you know, like a lot of people say, I'll build it, then I'll badge it. Well, we used to badge it, then build it. So expressions of interest marketing is a really good thing, but you've got to yeah. feed that out. That's what we do as coaches. Yeah. What's, what, how are we going for time? And secondly, what are you taking well, from all this? We are, we are I mean, I, I'm um, kind of just looking back through everything. Um, you know, we've talked about Jay Abraham, being able to articulate your value, get focused on results and outcomes for your clients, make it less about, you as the coach or consultant and it needs to be hundred percent focused on the client and getting results for them. Um, I love, I'm going to, I'm going to dig out the link for the, um, you obviously mentioned about your, your downloadable resources section. So I'm going to dig out a link and we'll put that in the show notes and I'll share it in the, um, the Facebook live as well afterwards. Yeah. It was really interesting because again, we've spoken about the core value side of things and actually it's something which I need to come back to and revisit myself. But for me, it's, it's about, um, I, I love the idea of impact and exploration. So impact is get results quickly. Yeah. 30 people, 30 days off we go. Um, but for me, exploration, cause actually I don't think most coaches or consultants really know what they stand for. No, they don't. And as a part of going through a coaching journey, you've got, this is all about understanding exactly who you are as a person and who you like to work with, what sort of results you can get for clients and having the confidence to really shout about what you can do. And creating that value narrative where people understand where you're coming from, because you don't want the people who don't resonate that to turn up as clients because you'll always struggle with those people. That's it. Absolutely. So, I, so yeah, we are, we are coming, I mean, we've gone an hour and 13 minutes here, Andrew. So probably now is a good time to wrap up. So I've got a couple of questions for you. What are you working on at the moment? 
Uh, right at the moment, um, it, it's it's a side hustle and it's not the main game. But but I have a real heart for young professionals. I've been talking to a lot of companies. We're going through some funny, interesting times right at the moment, and uh, I meet with so many so many people who are rubbish at managing their own personal finances, and they have employees who are rubbish at managing their personal finances. So I wrote a book called The Money Chimp, and it's for young professionals um, to understand just the basic. And I did, I, over a four-year period, I read 140 books. I looked at over 300 websites. I did 42 courses. And I identified that there are five activities and five skills. Now, most books have got maybe four or five or six or seven of them, but not there's not one book, I don't believe yet, that has all 10 of those in the one book, and that's in this book here. It's a basic. But the side hustle to that is I created a podcast called Multiply Your Money. You can find it on Spotify under the real deal, Multiply Your Money. It's also on Apple Podcasts. It's also on YouTube. It's also on Facebook. There's a group called Multiply Your Money Facebook group. Right. And so there's videos in that, which I'm working on that, which is the uh, the side hustle. Um I've been doing more and more publishing. So I've just published that, which was a bestseller in Australia called The Extraordinary, which is a brilliant book for the UK if you're in a service business. Uh, Robert James is the author, but it's just, this is a guy who built a $20 million a year service business. Wow. Gosh, I so should probably get him on the podcast actually at some uh, point. This is absolutely pure gold, this one. Uh, you know that, I, that my whole thing is um, sales sales genius we're up to sales genius number two and we had a whole bunch of authors so this is people from right around the world telling about what works in selling right and i've just done this is another thing i'm big on is leadership leadership driven growth is what i'm all about with business you know if you want to grow a business it starts with leadership so these are again 22 leaders from around the world business leaders telling you about how they've grown their businesses and what hurdles they can. Fascinating reading. So that's sort of what I'm working on there. The big thing that I'm working on, which I'm absolutely loving, and I, and I would say this, folks, and, and Robin, if I can give you the link, if you've got any value from today, uh, I'm the, uh, the chair of trustees for the children's charity called Clear Sky Children's Trust. Cool. And what it does is it provides play therapy for children aged 4 to 12 who have witnessed or directly experienced a trauma. And think Grenfell Towers and you'll get an idea of the sort of work that we're doing with children, right? And we, support, we survive on funding and donations. And I think if you got value from today in any way, shape or form i'd love you if, if there's a link put down there to donate even if it was a fiver um and just put just let them know because it's a wonderful charity it does what it says on the tin that's my big hustle at the moment i really love doing that and i'm taking everything i know about coaching and applying it to that charity and it's just simply wonderful the, the, the story sophia giblin who uh heads that up um she started the charity an amazing person. The team at Clear Sky, UK wide, is brilliant. Absolutely, yeah. just helping kids. Um, That's awesome. Just to give you an insight here, and I won't go on too much. Some of those kids at Grenfell Towers, what was it two years ago? Just coming up for that, I think. Yeah, coming up two years yeah. ago. Some of those kids have still not been assessed under the NHS mental children's mental health thing, nor have received treatment. Wow. Clear Sky can assess kids today and give them treatment. Start giving them play therapy because they can't do talking therapy play therapy they can yeah they can give them 18 hours of play therapy as opposed to the nhs which gives them six if they can get into us to see a therapist so you know and you know 
I mean, it just it just really is feeds the soul. Yeah. You know, when you're doing so, something really well and you can give back like that, it's brilliant. Oh, it's, it's one of the best, best. I mean, I have a little a piece of advice actually for anybody who's, who's kind of growing a, a business and want to give back that um, you, you and I have both worked like incredibly hard throughout our careers to get to a point whereby we're earning enough money that we can afford to give back, but we can give, I can give back more today than I could have done when I first set out my business. And my first year in business in 2004, I earned 8,000 pounds. Okay. So now earning 10 plus times that I can actually give back so much more now. And actually I'm glad that I put off giving then to focus on the business, to grow it to where it is now so I can give back more, you know, and I'm, I I think that um, every coach or consultant should be giving something back in some way, shape or form, whether it's a bit of time or a bit of money. Um, I support children, local children's charity as well through Stroudnet, which is a local networking business, which I run Uh, through fearless business. We support um, four ocean, which is what my other little tag is bracelet there. You know, in terms of clearing up the oceans with my surfing background, that's quite important to me. Um, So, you know and if we can make those little impacts you know around the world impact one life through we take on a client and we can use some of that money and put it towards helping you know creating another impact somewhere in the world i think it's it's the most rewarding part i feel of of what we do right i don't want you to clear up oil slicks though (laughs) really you get a smoother ride you get a much smoother ride Uh, when you're surfing Yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to talk to you about oil slicks, especially the ones which um, arrived mid-surf when I was out in Morocco, because it yeah. definitely wasn't an oil slick, but it was a similar colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, lost two, I lost two stone when I came back from Morocco last time. Uh, oh, I don't God. want to repeat that. No, no. But hey, that's, that's why we're clearing the up the oceans. The giving back thing is important. The giving back thing is important. It's one of the things in the money chip, giving. Most people yep. neglect that. Now, I'll give you a, I'll give you a heads up at, uh, about this for people listening, right? A lot of people say change the world. A lot of you can't change the world, but change your world. Start with your world. Yeah. Change what's local to you. You know, be, you know, I do litter picks in our local area, country lanes. Our country lanes are spotless because we've we've enrolled different people to come out and do a litter pick. So subsequently, when you drive through where I live, it's all pristine. There's no litter. And subsequently, young people now don't litter here. So yeah. last time we did a litter pick, we picked up one bag between 13 people, one bag of rubbish. Wow. We, did, we had 26 bags. Now we've got Goodness. one bag. Right, because kids say, oh, there's no litter here. So things like that, start locally, do what you can locally, change your world. Yeah, yeah, 100% will, down with that. Believe it or not, you will have a ripple effect. You'll then start changing the world in other places, yeah. That's it. We, cool, we Andrew. We've got to do this again. <laughs> and well, it's about making a better world for our future generations as well. Because like, oh, it has you know, to be. It has yeah. to be. We can't just naively just, you know, go into the future thinking, oh, well, I won't be around. (laughs) Has to be. No, no, you know what? And money is a wonderful thing. I'm not allergic to money. I hate the obscene use of money. Yeah. Right? I hate it that people, it's all about money, where where people have uh, obscene wealth and do nothing with it, and they use that money to, to, to commit obscenities. Yeah. Right? And I've seen that through the children's definitely seen that through the children's charity right uh, I, I can't tell you some of the stuff that breaks my heart has reduced me to tears when i see what some people are doing in this country yeah with children in the name of making money off their kids well my, it's uh, again it's very close to my heart I, my wife works in something called quarter protection and they deal with children who've had major head brain injuries birthing injuries and things like that and yeah. um when they get their three million four million five million pound payout well all of that money is destined for the child's future because they're going to live but they need 
24-7 care. And all the parents care about is how many trips to Disneyland are we going to get this year and when's my Range Rover arriving? That's it. And you're That's like, it. this is your kid's money. That's it, yeah. yeah. Like, this- there's, a, there's, a, there's a guy, and this is another conversation, but there's a guy called David Crozier who uh, he sets up those trusts so that can't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know the name well actually because um, obviously through my wife's work so yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so look we could have lots and lots of chats but you know if yep. you do if you do good do well That's yeah absolutely do well do good do, do good do well cool Andrew we're going to have to wrap up no um, I, I cannot believe the amount of value which you've you've dropped today I really appreciate we've overrun so um, yeah. I thoroughly appreciate your time that you've given to everybody who's been watching today we've had so many we've had a, a number of um, people sort of saying hello um, and uh, kind of just keeping te- we've had well, f- five comments we've had a number of people liking it but um, we've had about I think about 20 or 30 people watching this as we've been going, going through on Facebook live alone so yeah. there'll be a load of people who'll be catching up afterwards but yeah. Andrew thank you you so much nice. uh, for giving up your time uh, for the fearless business podcast yeah brilliant and and more power to you man <laughs> thanks man awesome thanks andrew take care god bless